Good morning, everybody. I'm uh, Bear from the internet. And today we're going to do the Intel brief for 23 August 23. We're going to talk about uh, Belarus, Russia, Ukraine, Wagner in Africa, the Sahel region, the French in uh, the Sahel region, and uh, war and famine and plague and disease. It's almost like Matthew 24 is real at this point. Five by five. Thank you, Nostra Dumbass, and everybody else in the chat. 40% of you are unsubscribed. That's an impressive number of federal agents that watch this channel. That's statistically about 80,000 of y'all uh, who are unsubscribed federal agents. So, you know, if you want to join the winning team, click subscribe. Come on into the Bear Nation. If you're new here, uh, subscribe, ring the little bell icon, do all the YouTube things. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Please share the show with somebody you love, especially today. Uh, we have some big things that we need to talk about today. And of course, leave a comment for the YouTube algorithmic robots. <clears throat> now, typically, this would be the place in the show where I'd say today's show is brought to you by Refuge Medical, for which I am uh, not a show. I'm the founder and CEO. But instead of that, what I'm going to tell you today is today's show is brought to you by Caleb House. We're going to talk more about Caleb House at the end of the brief. But Caleb House is our juvenile human trafficking survivor restoration facility. It's a bunch of $50 words for it's the place where we put broken kiddos back together again so they don't break, they don't become broken adults and break other people. We have been quietly waging war on pedophilia in this country for years. And a lot of people very recently got pissed off due to a movie. And a lot of people have asked, what can I do about that? Well, Caleb House does shit. We don't have time to make movies because we're busy making moves. And today, this morning, through 8 o'clock tomorrow night, we have a super donor at Caleb House that has very graciously agreed to match every contribution of $10 or more at calebhouse.org, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. And we're calling calling this restoration, restoration, restoration 10, right? The I-O in restoration is the number 10, 10 bucks. If the spirit convicts you to donate, today's a great day to do it. If it does not, I never want to be working counter to the spirit. So uh, save your money for a six pack or whatever you're into. Caleb House, double, double, double dot, Caleb with a K, K-A-L-E-B house dot org. And the show is brought to you by Caleb House today, which we will talk more about later in the brief. Bear Independent Brief, 23 August 23. Americans have been told by the U.S. Embassy to leave Belarus immediately due to spillover risks from the nearby war. Thank you, John Fresenden. Fesenden. Thanks, John F., for two bucks. I appreciate you. By the way, in lieu of super chats today, calebhouse.org, please and thank you. Americans have been told by the U.S. Embassy to leave Belarus immediately due to spillover risks from the nearby war and increasing Russian troops present in the area. Moreover, ways out of Belarus are closing. Lithuania closed two border crossings just last week. That's an indicator that usually means mm, we don't trust those people on the other side of the border. 
Lithuania closed two border crossings just last week. U.S. citizens are all all are already. All right, words. Today's not a day for no words. Let's try again. U.S. citizens are already unable to cross into Poland, and EU members, European Union members, are weighing the options of closing more border crossings. The Washington Post reported that flights to London this week cost up to ten thousand dollars. Hmm. Because uh, supply and demand, right? Scarcity breeds value. That's an indicator. And some of these uh, flights even have layovers in Azerbaijan, which is just a fun word to say. Azerbaijan. Some flights travel to or through Russia, which is a risky proposition as it could lead to arbitrary arrests. The embassy has warned the Americans, quote, not to rely on the U.S. government for assistance, end quote. Frank Chupinka, Frank the Tank, thank you. Appreciate the super chat. In lieu of super chats, calebhouse.org today, please. The U.S. embassy has warned Americans to not rely on U.S. government for assistance. What else is new? Uh, Just so we're all on the same page here, I currently don't rely on the United States government for assistance. And um, I wouldn't if I was in Belarus either. You know, trash can of Stan. We're pulling out. But what are we going to do with all these people and this equipment here? Eh, screw it. Just leave it. Yeah. Not surprising. Secretary of State Antony Blinken criticized Russia's impact on global food commodities commodities at a Security Council meeting this month saying, quote, what has Russia's response been to the world's distress and outrage? Bombing Ukrainian granaries, mining port entrances, threatening to attack any vessel in the Black Sea, no matter its flag, no matter its cargo. Every member of the United Nations should tell Moscow enough. Enough using the Black Sea as blackmail, enough treating the world's most vulnerable people as leverage, enough of this unjustified, unconscionable war. Interesting. And I'm not pro-Russia. I'm not pro-Ukraine. I'm barely pro-United States of America, and that's because I live here. And my children are going to have to live here, too. And so it might as well be the best country possible, right? But it's interesting that Antony Blinken would call Russia's special military action in Ukraine an unjustified, unconscionable war. I got three letters for you. C-I-A. Like, we haven't done this shit, too. We're not the kings of global proxy war. I'm just saying. You know, the pot calling the kettle black on this. The country's axing of the Black Sea Grain Deal Initiative in July, as well as its own protectionist food policies, has been detrimental for the global markets. Nazi Box 610, I feel convicted to assist today. Thank you for all you do, brother. Nazi Box, I appreciate you. But YouTube takes a portion of every super chat. So if you guys and girls want to contribute, calebhouse.org, please and thank you. Any other day, super happy, super thankful to have the super chats. Uh, But today, calebhouse.org, please and thank you. Thank you, Miss Lovely Dudley, for dropping the links in the description or in the live stream chat, rather. Uh, Russia recently released a 2,000-page report on the origins of COVID-19. 
Bobby Drum, finding you through John Willis at SOE changed my life, brother. Bobby Drum, praise Yah. All praise to the Most High. Thank you for the super chat. CalebHouse.org. Please and thank you. Russia recently released a 2,000-page report on the origins of COVID-19, where they, by name, called out Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Fauci, and our whole deep state. And now we have pandemic 2.0 coming, or at least that's what the media hype is saying. What better distraction than to get in a global war to cover up a global pandemic? You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Let's see. Global agriculture is experiencing more challenges than just war. El Nino has brought wild weather conditions that have upset the agricultural rhythm around the world. Palm oil produced in Malaysia and Indonesia has been impacted by abnormally dry conditions, and wheat and barley in Australia is also suffering. Currently, rice prices are soaring in Asia following both the challenging weather and the export ban India placed on its rice. Also, the Pacific Northwest is on fire, and a lot of y'all have written in and said, you know what's burning? Our wheat fields, which were ripe and ready for harvest. Not cool. There are concerns of food inflation now that the most key staple in the region, Asia, has hit its highest price point in nearly 12 years. I told you all on Monday, talking about uh, Plandemic 2.0, which, by the way, Patreon, please and thank you. Um, the alternate channel here on YouTube, The Blue Collar President, look it up, subscribe, and Rumble. And many of y'all said, Barry, you should be on Rumble. I am on Rumble. These briefs go out on Rumble as well. The uh, Monday brief got 41,000 views on YouTube. It got 71 views on Rumble. That's why I don't make content explicitly for Rumble. But the reason I'm bringing this up is YouTube has altered its um, community guidelines that one cannot, a content creator cannot say anything about COVID-19 or the upcoming pandemic that does not directly conform to the talking points of the World Health Organization. And if one does, if one does do that, community guidelines strike. I'm proud to say I already have two community guideline strikes. It's just a matter of time, boys and gerbils, before they pull this channel down. So, Quill Daddy said, I quit looking at Rumble because you weren't posting there. I'll get back at it. Paul Hudson said, I watch you on YouTube because it shows up first. Don't know why it takes so long for the vids to show up on Rumble. That's part of the problem. Say what you want about YouTube, but it's a much more mature platform, and the back-end user interface for me is considerably better than Rumble is. Rumble is a pain in the ass to use. Um, it's not nearly as good, not nearly as effective as YouTube is, uh, which is why we're still here. But primary, alternate, contingency, emergency. Primary, YouTube, what you're watching right now. Alternate, Patreon, 10 bucks a month. Contingency, the alternate YouTube channel, the Blue Collar President, Emergency Rumble, okay? So if you want to go through the bare pay, uh, pace plan today, go for it. 
back to what I was saying. There's concerns about food inflation. I told you all on Monday to stock up um, pre-pandemic 2.0. I think it's that season, y'all. We're going into, praise Yah, here in the near future, we will be going into fall. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I, I'm a bear. I like to stockpile food and sleep all winter, although I typically end up not sleeping all winter. It's tis the season, Bear Nation. Senior director for the Asian Development Bank, Queen Fang Zhang, that's literally his name, Queen Fang Zhang, was quoted by CNBC, quote, the price of global rice prices is particularly worrying. What seems to be clear is that food price volatility will continue in the coming months. Ten years ago, the Asian Development Bank expected that a 10% hike in domestic food prices could send 64.5 million people into poverty. Uh, oh, by the way, um, prices are up 12%. So, non-factor, nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. A couple of articles. Uh, I remember the lives from the outhouse, good times in the snow. What's up, the tradesman? Yeah, that was a good time. Ken Sorke, sup bear from Michigan, sup Ken from not Michigan, 40 foot below ground in the bunker here in eastern Oklahoma. From RT, morning Bob, hey what's up bro, uh, from RT.com, Russia Today, Wagner boss announces major move to quote make Russia greater, interesting, make Russia great again, <laughs> Murga. The group is working to make Africa, quote, even more free, Evgeny Prigozhin said in an address apparently filmed on the continent. <clears throat> and my, my African uh, imminent is low, but it sure shit looks like he's standing in a desert that could be Africa. It, it could be uh, New Mexico, for all I know, but I doubt Evgeny Prigozhin's in New Mexico. But, you know, there was all that talk about Russian collusion. So it is possible. Now, remember, Prigozhin was the guy a couple of months ago that accused the Russian government of not uh, feeding or supplying adequately his Wagner troops who were on the front lines in Ukraine. And they had a little tit for tat. Prigozhin was like, pack it up, boys. We're going to Moscow. And so they led this convoy into Moscow. They stopped outside of Moscow. And then Prigozhin and uh, Putin had a little tit for tat, a little back and forth. And then it was decided, stand down, boys. We're not going to Moscow. Then Prigozhin got sent to Belarus. Belarus of the former Soviet Union fame, run, run by a, gay, a guy by the name of Volodymyr. No. Lukashenko. Lukashenko is his name. And Lukashenko's a psychopath. And Prigozhin's, uh, yes. There's just chuckles from the gallery over here. Yeah. Okay. So Lukashenko's a psychopath, and Prigozhin is Putin's right-hand man. Well, we haven't heard much about Evgeny Prigozhin in the last couple of months, and now it appears he's in Africa at the same time that we have this military coup in Niger, the Sahel region, where there's, what? A whole bunch of oil, interestingly. And you've got France, among other nations, um, using their expeditionary forces and their special forces to maybe bring stability to the region. And it got me to thinking, if I was an elitist douchebag 
and I was looking for a new chessboard to play the game of chess on. Nobody gives a shit about Africa anyway. And it's full of natural resources. There are already, depending on which reports you read, anywhere between 15 and 27 external foreign militaries in Africa, including the United States, China, and Russia, the big three. France is there. Germany's there. Like, I think Australia has troops there. Like, there's already pieces on the chessboard there. And it's like, eh, we'll just go fight a war in Africa because, because. And if it doesn't work out in Africa, well, these nation states were, that are fighting each other in Africa, we can always go attack their homeland as well. So just all that in light of what is, according to Alexa, November 23rd, 2023, <laughs> World War III starts. I'm, I'm glad y'all are here. It's helping my mood. I appreciate you. Know you. What? I drove straight. I had to go drop off some milk for a friend. Uh-huh. So that's why I was late. So I drove straight here. And I was like, no, I'm missing the live show. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. So from RT, uh, with that 90 seconds of backstory, Jason Hart, Bear National Lifestyle. Thank you. Please, in lieu of super chats today, calebhouse.org. Caleb with a K, house.org. Missy, just donated and shared the post with the FBI. Oh, no, Facebook. FB exclamation point. Bless you for all you do. (laughs) Thank you. They know. They're they're aware. Wait, you think this you think this microphone just goes to y'all? The microphone goes to them first. They go, okay, that's fine. Yeah, there's some nerd in a van with hovering his finger over a button, just waiting. <laughs> Shut it down, boys. He's talking about COVID again. All right. <laughs> Back to the article. Wagner boss announces major move to make Russia greater. The Wagner private military company is continuing to recruit and is working, quote, to make Russia even greater, end quote, the head of the group, Evgeny Prigozhin, has said in a new video address. He added that Wagner is also seeking to help Africa become even more free. You can't blame him for taking notes from all the shit that we do. We're going to come in here and free these people with these tanks and these bombs and these planes and these guns and these machine guns and these chemical warfare and these vaccines. And then, yeah. It's almost like the money that just turns the Pentagon at the same time as the the thing. Here, stand on this side of the microphone and say that because people love to say you shouldn't put microphones on everybody else. (laughs) Okay, so say that again. It's almost like the money that disappeared from the Pentagon when Wagner was in Moscow, and then they just it all just the the, the revolt disappeared. Yeah, everything was fine. So weird. He went to Belarus, yeah. and now it's like almost that money had strings tied to it. Mm. Yeah, and now he has to go to Africa and huh. use all of Trump's talking points to make it even more disgusting to vote for Trump in this coming election. Wow, that's an interesting insight. That'd be weird. What are you, an analyst or something? He knows nothing. Not an analyst at all. Hmm. Okay, so Prigozhin, the short video emerged online on Monday and was apparently filmed in Africa. The private military contractor boss was armed and dressed in military garb. He does look pretty hot, I'm not going to lie. While standing in the savannah-like landscape with multiple armed men and gun trucks visible in the background. Quote, the Wagner Group conducts reconnaissance and search activities. 
making Russia even greater on all continents, exclamation point, and Africa even more free. Justice and happiness for all the African peoples, end quote, Prokosian stated, adding that the group has been pursuing ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and other bandits. Wagner is hiring, quote, real heroes, the PMC boss said, claiming that it continues to, quote, fulfill the tasks that were set and to which we made a promise that we could handle, end quote. Prigozhin did not elaborate on the specific nature of those tasks or the people who had set them. It was also not immediately clear exactly when or where the address had been recorded. The address or address comes after around two months of silence from the Wagner chief. Prigozhin had been active on social media prior to the botched insurrection launched by the PMC in late June. By the way, that's what an actual insurrection looks like because a lot of people, I got to bounce back over here to the live stream and look, a lot of people in our country right now are trying to spin up an argument as to why Trump cannot be reelected because of the 14th Amendment saying that he participated in an active resurrection against the United States of America. A bunch of people at the Capitol building protesting who are then let in from through doors that were unlocked from the inside. And the one person who was killed was shot by the, it wasn't Capitol Police, right? He was the whatever of the guard of the Senate, that guy, right? That's not an insurrection. That's barely, barely what things are going to look like if they do lock Trump up. Because all these Bubba's with their 4x4 pickup trucks and their AR-15s, you haven't seen shit yet. Half the country is going to erupt. And typically, conservatives are what? Conservative. We don't act out. We don't lash out. We tend to keep our mouths shut. But there's a little thing happening. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie yet, the video yet, but it's a, a four-minute song, Anthony Oliver, Richmond, North of Richmond. That is becoming the battle cry for the second American Revolution, which may look like Civil War 2.0. And all you, you know, chai mocha latte drinking blue state people are going to be caught with your pants down when the... Uh, when the hillbillies have had enough, it's going to get freaking chaotic, dude. And so an actual insurrection looks like gun trucks and armored columns with air support coming toward your capital, not some guy with a Viking bull cap on walking through the Senate building, taking selfies that he's live posting to Instagram. That's not an insurrection. That's a tour. They were let in. They were. They walked calmly through the Capitol building. They yeah. They stayed between the ropes. Nobody went outside of the velvet ropes. Did anybody like read about any previous insurrections at all? Yeah. Like just at all. That's not what an insurrection looks like. And by the way, the response from the Capitol police and everybody else was horrendous. Was if that was an actual insurrection. You give me 20 dudes that know what they're doing, 20 hours now, right? And I'm not like, and I'm nobody, right? Imagine if like DevGrew decided right. Capitol yes. Building's ours <laughs> now, right? <laughs> okay, so it just I just wanted to bring that. Yeah, don't piss off the tier one guys, precisely, or the tier anybody guys. If you're in the JSOC triangle, yeah, what's that? Guys that yeah. are no longer here who yeah. live in their house 
Yeah, there's a lot of former action guys out there who just had enough. They're like, they're like, F it. Do I go to the VA today and get, <laughs> we're sorry your hearing loss is not service related for the 15th time, or do I go to the Capitol building, right? Like, I, that's true. They, yeah, they might get their steroid shot on the way to the Capitol building. But I, I'm just bringing that up in context of the whole Trump debacle that's happening right now, because there's a big push from a lot of people to invoke the 14th Amendment, saying that he participated in an active insurrection against the standing federal government here in the United States. And that 14th Amendment was added to the Constitution after the American Civil War. Now, a person who's nominated for president that might fall under Article or uh, the 14th Amendment as having been having been involved in an insurrection can still be elected to public office if they have they pass a two-thirds vote. Probably not going to happen with Trump. Point is, what happened on January 6th is not an insurrection. What happened with Wagner going to Moscow sure as shit looked like an insurrection, even if it was a feint, even if it was a red herring. That's what an insurrection looks like. Tens of thousands of armed men with a log train, with armor, pointed towards your capital unapologetically. That's an insurrection. So point is, Wagner is now in Africa uh, doing Wagner things in just based on a handful of images in what sure as shit looks like the Sahel region. Again, it could be New Mexico. I don't know. But it sure as shit looks like the Sahel region. Why is that important? Second article from RT. Algeria rejects French request to use airspace for Niger operations, according to the media, all of which can be very trusted. Again, understand, we're reading from Russian state-owned propaganda, right? So always consider the source. It's not an A1 source. This is like an E5 source, but whatever. Algeria has turned down a request for France to fly over its airspace for a military operation in Niger, where President Mohamed Bazoum was ousted in a military coup in late July. Several media reports suggested on Tuesday, citing the North African nation's state radio. Also very trustworthy source of information, the state radio. Algerian National Radio reported late on Monday that it had learned from sources that Paris was planning a strike against Niamey's new military rulers if they did not release Bazoum, who has been held in detention since 26th of July. Quote, faced with Algerian refusal, France turned to Morocco, uh, which they have had a long history with, asking for authorization to pass its military planes through its airspace, the state radio said, according to the Nova News Agency also super trustworthy. France, which has some 1,500 troops in its former colony, Niger, and has been conducting operations in the Sahel region against jihadist insurgencies, has been accused by the coup leadership of plotting to intervene militarily to restore the ousted president's rule. The French foreign ministry denied any intention of armed intervention in the West African country, but, but has repeatedly stated that it supports the efforts of the West African regional bloc ECOWAS which is the Economic Community of West African States, if I'm remembering that acronym appropriately. <laughs> Why does everything need an acronym? What was it, Legolas? Legolas, yeah. <laughs> Legolas. Uh, France's Joint Defense Staff 
<clears throat> denies making a request to fly over Alger Algerian territory, a source in the French army told Reuters. Legolas said on Friday <laughs> that he had decided on a date for sending troops into Niger if dip diplomatic efforts at Basum's restoration proved unsuccessful. Blah, 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 blah. Expressing interest to restore democratic order in Niger. Guys, by the way, just so we're all on the same page, uh, democracy is bullshit. <laughs> the, like in a democracy, fifty-one percent of people decide what happens to forty-nine percent of people. It's absolutely retarded. It, it is. It is stupid. Uh, we in the United States of America are not supposed to have a democracy. We're supposed to have a representative republic, and what that means, in theory, is if ninety-nine percent of the people decide that they are going to subjugate one percent of the people. Because that 1% has representatives within the government, the government acts on behalf of all citizenry and goes, no, you're not allowed to do that. The 99% cannot dominate the 1%. We have inverted that in this nation after a couple hundred years of iterating to where the 1% dominates the 99%. And somehow the 99% has allowed their balls to be surgically removed from them and has forgotten that they work for us, not the other way around. Getting back to FAFO, you thought January 6th was an insurrection? You're going to lose your shit when Bubba and Timmy have had enough and they hop in the 4x4 and start pointing it towards D.C. Well, it goes to the gun, the gun crisis that everybody talks about, that, that all these guns on the street are killing everybody. Dude, there's like 400 million guns. Yeah. If there was a gun problem, everybody, we'd be dead. Everyone would be dead. Everybody would be dead. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Oofta. That's the brief for today. Um, apologies for being scatterbrained this morning. Um, we're going to talk about uh, restoration. We're going to talk about what Caleb House does. And I know most of y'all are probably aware of what Caleb House does. But Caleb House is our... 501c3. We are in the anti-trafficking space. We have been in the anti-trafficking space way longer than it has been sexy to be uh, against anti, you know, against human trafficking. I've told y'all many times the Sound of Freedom movie pisses me off. And it pisses me off for a lot of reasons. I don't have anything against Operation Underground Rescue. But I don't need to go see a video because I know exactly what it looks like. Because we've been doing this quietly for years. And some of y'all know that and a lot of y'all don't. We've been doing this quietly for years. So I don't need a reminder from Hollywood about what human trafficking looks like. There are not a lot of organizations or groups that rescue in the United States of America. And there are even fewer that restore in the United States of America. We run ops here in our homeland. Details of which I will probably never give you. At some point, when we close some of the cases we're working on, I'd love to give you a debrief. 
but I just can't talk about it right now because investigations are ongoing. But suffice it to say, without any fanfare, with no budget, good men and women that I know personally drop everything they're doing, leave their homes with no official cover, no backing, no nothing, and go out into the night and rescue people. Not once, not twice, a bunch of times. Very few people after the rescue are engaged in restoration. About 90% of all monies that are spent year over year on anti-human trafficking are spent on awareness. That pisses me off personally because I'm already aware there's a problem. The other 10% is spent on rescue. Let's go rescue these kids. And I'm 100% on board with that. Now, you might notice that 90% plus 10% equals 100%, which means what percentage is spent on restoration? Right. Essentially zero. And the reason that's important is because hurt people hurt people. And at some point, without proper interventions, the children who were victimized become the adults that are victimizers. And we have to break that generational curse. If we don't, we are complicit in statistically that one person hurting another 82 people. Statistically, it's 82 offenses. I'm sorry, 82 victims per offender, not 82 instances, 82 victims per offender. And that's what Caleb House does. We break generational curses and we forsake not the widow and the orphan. We have to get to them and break that cycle before they reach the age of accountability and become somebody that we have to target instead. I'm really, really proud to let y'all know that we recently had our first group of graduates from Caleb House. That's incredible to me. And we could not do that without y'all. We have been operating out of a network of safe houses for years. And it's time to build a home. That's what we're doing with this restoration initiative. We have one super donor that has inexplicably, graciously, by the hand of the Most High, agreed to match up to $210,000 in donations from y'all. That offer stands through 8 o'clock tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Thursday night, which means we have a very limited window of opportunity to fundraise as much as possible organically through y'all in the Bear Nation here doing this right now, but also 
y'all taking this information and pushing it out into your community via your social media, at work, in church. Call your pastor. Convene a prayer group today. I don't want to squander this opportunity. He who can be trusted with little can be trusted with much. And this super donor is explicitly interested more in getting every one of y'all to pray for the mission at Caleb House and to pray for the restoration of these children than they are in that $10 donation. Now that $10 donation is not nothing. We are entirely privately funded by y'all. Entirely. We have never gotten a dime from the government and we never will because I don't want to play their games and they don't like us because we don't play their games. And I don't care about that. I am blessed that we have y'all. I need y'all to pray today for Caleb House, for the mission of restoration for these children. And if the spirit convicts you to donate, then donate. CalebHouse.org, Caleb with a K. If it does not, I don't want a penny of your money because I am never going to willfully operate against the will of the Most High and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. So go where the Spirit leads. And if the Spirit leads you to participate in this, we sure could use your help. Please let everybody you know know about this. We don't have time to make movies because we're too busy doing. There are people I could get out right now. And I'm not in a position to do it. And I have to walk around with that on my shoulders every day. Now, on the flip side, I am incredibly happy to announce that yesterday we went out to the land for the new Caleb House. Caleb House actual. And we anointed the gateposts with oil. And we prayed. And we blew shofars. And we came into the land with the Father's blessing on the land that he might restore everybody who walks onto that property, that he would send us the people that need to be there, that he would not send us the people that don't, that he would forgive us of our sins by the blood of his son, and that he would teach us and reprove us and instruct us because we sure as shit don't know what we're doing sometimes, but we are eager to learn. And that above all that property would be used for his will to forsake not the widow and the orphan and to break generational curses. And then I was super happy because our director of operations had snuck a dozer in underneath my nose on the property. <laughs> and I said, hey, I'll be back in like 15 minutes. And 45 minutes later, when everybody else left, uh, it was just me and the dozer. 
breaking ground, literally, for the first building to go up at Caleb House. And I couldn't do that without y'all. Now, it's the father through and through, but thank you so much for being a conduit, a vessel for him and his blessing. And so the stakes right now are really high for us. So with all sincerity, please pray over Caleb House and the mission of restoration. Please tell other people about Caleb House and our mission of restoration because I don't want to squander this opportunity. And if the spirit convicts you, you know where to go, calebhouse.org. Everything else that I would normally talk about this part of the day feels stupid and cheap. And so I'm not gonna do it. What do you got? Our donor says that you need one more day to talk to one more person, Friday's good. The donor, the super donor says, if we need one more day to talk to one more person, Friday's good. So now through Friday, praise y'all. I know payday for a lot of people is on Friday, so that's much appreciated. Um, you guys know all the other things. The links are in all the descriptions. You know, Patreon, Refuge Medical and Refuge Training, Grindstone, Moose Run Coffee. You guys know. Um, but today is, Caleb, today is Caleb House's day. So, yeah. I need y'all. I always have. And it is humbling as hell that the father would put me in this position and then he would surround me with people in real life that are just as passionate about this as I am and that are willing to put their own lives on hold, not for a day or two, but for years to be able to do this. And then even as I struggle with, how do I talk to y'all about this? You guys are always there. You guys are always there. The Bear Nation is incredible. Absolute blessing. I was, uh, I have a, have a mentor from North Texas who stopped by the office the other day at refuge and he was looking around and he's like, this is absolutely incredible. Like, yeah, the father did this. I said, it's all about that, that mission statement up on the wall to save lives while in service to the father's kingdom and experience the abundance of his provision and blessing. And we do that. We get to do that with everything that we do whether it's at Bear Independent talking about faith and preparedness or saving physical lives with refuge medical and refuge training or the 
I don't know how many people we've lost count the hundreds of people that have been baptized, the thousands of Bibles that have been donated, the dozens of people that have been rescued and are in the process of being restored with Caleb House, the hundreds of thousands of tons of debris and the tens of thousands of meals with Grindstone Ministries. We, we get to do this and we get to do it with y'all. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I hope this, the father smiles on y'all today. Have a blessed day. Shalom.